Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hello, welcome back to Locatora Radio. Hola, Locamores. Welcome back to Brown Girl Hour. It's so good to be here. Yes, this is Diosa Femme. And this is Mala Munoz. Locatora Radio is where we celebrate the legacies and geniuses of women and femmes of color. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be back. Oh my God, it's been a whirlwind. There's so much has happened so much since has we happened last spoke. In the world, in our lives. Oh, especially in our lives. Especially. Good Lord. <laughs> yes. Um, so just to recap our last episode, Don't Leak My Nudes, we hope y'all liked it. Yeah, that was another installment of Femme Defense. Yes. But this time talking about um, sharing naked photos and safety online. Consent. Um, consent, all that good stuff. I loved that episode. It was great. I loved it as well. I think it seems like a lot of our listeners liked it too. We got some good feedback yeah, from our locamores. And I'm so excited that you all like, you know, that you enjoyed it. Yeah, we love when y'all engage with us, tweet at us, DM us, all of it. All of it. 
Yeah. Um, we also want to talk about the Philippine article that was <gasps> published a week ago. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was so amazing. So we want to shout out Jessica Palomo from, she, well, she's a writer. And yes. she's, I think, freelancing or whatever she's doing. We love her. She's in New York. She's yes. in New York. We love her for reaching out to us, for supporting Brown Girl Hour, Local right. Radio. Yeah, so th- we hope y'all read the article. You know, it's on our on our Instagram. You can mm-hmm. find it at Philiprint on Facebook, Instagram, Google it. It's great. I was really happy with the article, with the interview. I think that Jess did a great job mm-hmm. um, really just capturing us and, yeah. and what Locatora is, Locatora is all about. We talked about reclaiming the term loca. Yeah, we did. That was one of the first of, questions. Right, which is what we, we've spoken about that before, like on our first Capitulo Loca mm-hmm. epistemologies. Yeah, I think the article is a good way to kind of capture everything we've been doing since mm. our first episode. You know, there's multiple, there's different questions, you know, that really capture our essence, I feel. And oh, yes. Jessica did a really great job. I also love the drawing. Oh my God, it's yes. It's so beautiful. It was unexpected also. We had no idea that she was going to work with this artist. Her name is Faye or Love, and I think she's LA-based. Um, so yeah, we had no idea that she, that even was going to be a part of it, and it was such a wonderful, beautiful surprise. It was a beautiful graphic, like animation. Yeah, and it's based off of the Mi Vida picture that we took. Oh, for the Mi Vida Boutique. Yes, Mi Vida Absolutely. Boutique. Oh my God, so much cross pollination, cross collaboration. I love it. I love it. Um, it's exciting. So that was fun, the Philippine article. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then each of us have also individually. Um, yeah, I had a lot of different things going on. Like Yosa, like catch us up. You've had some exciting things going on recently behind the scenes. Yeah, I've had been working on a lot of stuff. Um, for those of for those that don't know, I'm actually not working at my non- at the nonprofit anymore. Um, I haven't been working there all summer, so it's been a really nice break, a really nice breath of fresh air. Um, I feel like my mental health is in such a better space place all of Mm -hmm. the above I've been doing so much internal work with my therapist so like that's like my own personal stuff I've been doing a lot better Um, and then I was with the ladies of word agency they um, if you follow word they have um, they have a shirt that they just made and it's the word woman in nine different languages and what's really great is that they got together a group of women to take photos in these pictures so and also do a video component of what Planned Parenthood means to them. Mm. So it was really awesome to hear these women's stories and how Planned Parenthood has helped them become mothers right. or help them you know, not become mothers just yet. Right. Exactly. So the different ways that Planned Parenthood has, has helped them in their lives and be the really successful, brilliant you know, entrepreneur women that they are. Um, and 20%, I think it's 20% of the proceeds are going to Planned Parenthood with the purchase of the shirt. Great. So Mala and I were asked to be a part of it. Um, since I had more free time, I was able to right. go, and it was so much fun. I love Zoila. I love Angela. They're really great. They're fab. They're amazing. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that I've been working on. So fun. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and they just posted the picture yesterday, and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. That was a cute picture. I had yeah. to be in court that day. I was so upset I couldn't make it. Yeah. <clears throat> but then you also recently were at another really exciting place <laughs> doing more exciting things. I was. So um, I was actually at Belladonia headquarters yesterday, which is in Burbank. Yes. Um, and I was working with Lala. We are working on something together. A um, surprise. A surprise. I can't tell y'all about it yet. But um, we have been working with, well, just, you know, building with Lala in general, like getting to know her and their brand 
and all the dope work that they're doing you know that we go to scam and jam with the mommy collective so yeah. i was actually there at the headquarters yesterday and it's so beautiful it's like all pink and there's like this airbrushed wall with hearts and right. you know just got to really be in their in their space and really get to know them and what they're about or get to know Lala and what she's about yeah I follow Belladonna on um, or Belladonna on Instagram mm -hmm. and kind of seeing how they've been putting the office together yeah. and really making it their own very pink mm -hmm. very fluffy very cute mm -hmm. it's been I like it I want to go yeah <laughs> yeah, go yeah, yeah. we need to have a meeting there soon yes um yeah so you know working on a, on a project that I can't really talk about yet but you know super excited to be building with women in LA and creatives and I think like not working at this at the nonprofit I was at has like has opened up doors in many ways I've been oh, yeah. available obviously during the day which I wouldn't have been able to be before so definitely on to new things and I'm really excited about it that's fabulous yeah sometimes so, you got to move on from an environment yeah it definitely makes a difference. yeah and you know I'm really happy to be out of the South Bay to be honest Oh, I was really? The, I was in the South Bay for almost two years. Okay, and working. Working, of course. So, you know, I live in Southeast LA, so it's not too far, but just the driving was a lot. You know, anywhere in LA, when you're commuting, everything is a commute. <sighs> So I'm actually really happy to be out of the South Bay work-wise. I am dating someone that lives in the South Bay, though. So it's like I'm still there still constantly, there. and I'm like, fuck. The South Bay just keeps drawing you back. I know, and but I need to get out of in. there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, that's just a little a little update with some, some of the stuff I've been working on. Um, what about you, Mala? You have oh my a lot of stuff going on creatively so in your exciting. personal life. Share with us. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't shared on the podcast yet, on Locatora yet, but I did. We did have like a family tragedy and my poor little baby, Taquito, passed away yeah. very tragically. And I very much come to peace with it. I'm okay. Yeah. I've, I've accepted it and I've moved on. And I recently actually was able to adopt another dog of puppy from the Humane Society and yeah. he was like 10 weeks old when I got him he was a stray um, and his name is Papas and I love him so much and he's growing and so it's been a lot of because you know a tiny puppy is like a baby really it really is like lots a baby. of attention lots mm -hmm. of time lots of patience so I've been raising my child <laughs> I've been busy raising my child and then I recently um, accepted a um, virtual reporting fellowship for everyday feminism which is an online magazine yeah so I do some writing and I am writing like uh, educational articles for their healing justice track so for my first cultural campaign I'm writing about sexual violence in Latinx communities so the first article that I wrote just came out and it was about basically exploring the linkages and the connections between colonialism mm -hmm. and sexual violence, gender-based violence in Latin America and, and U.S. Latino communities. Yeah. Um, the next article that I have is going to be about how to talk to your family, your Latino mm -hmm. family, your Latinx family about sexual violence and like yeah. myth-busting specific to the things that we talk about in, in Latinx families, the things that inevitably come up when it comes to rape culture and violence yeah. against women. Yeah, absolutely. And so. such important conversations that we need to have with our family, but so difficult at the same time, especially when a lot of us come from trauma, yeah. right? And have been maybe sexually abused ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot. But I'm There's so happy lot. to hear that you're doing that work. Thanks, I loved girl. your first article. You. So great. I'm excited to see you know where this goes this reporting fellowship goes i agree it's exciting yeah. for me i love to write it's hard for me to stay focused like i need <laughs> direction i need someone pushing me i need a deadline you know yeah or else it's just not gonna happen yeah so it's good for me you know i'm really pushing myself and 
the articles were, are, I'm all gonna post I'm gonna post all of them on my Instagram yeah. and on my Twitter so you follow locatora underscore radio on Instagram or mala underscore Munoz and then Ariana is Dios FM yeah and you're going to be able to get access to all of that stuff. So um, we have a lot more to talk about. We do. You know, um, Mala, when I saw you, I was appreciating your dress. And you had a very particular way of describing oh this look. Oh, my God. Yes. And I would like for y'all to know how <sighs> she was describing this look. I love my look right now. So I got this dress yesterday from, you know, H&M's finest, obviously. <laughs> finest threads only. Yes. Only. <laughs> And so, like, the look that I put together today, I'm wearing, like, these black chunky sandals with these, like, kind of schoolgirl uh, black and white polka dot socks underneath. Mm -hmm. And I'm wearing, like, what the British would describe as, a like, a jumper, mm -hmm. right? It's not really a... It's a dress, but it has the buttons that go all the way from top to bottom. It's kind of stretchy denim. And, oh, my God, <laughs> I just hit myself <laughs> on the table. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm excited about She's my clothes. She's so excited. And um, then I have kind of these, like, retro, like, pink glasses that I was wearing. And so when I put... The look together i'm like okay i know exactly who i am this is like the the mid-20s latina chicana wednesday adams but if she was a character in clueless in yes, the movie very specific yeah. la mala Muñoz. that's the look yes. and i hope to recreate maybe this will become my new signature aesthetic you i know need what? to go shopping i like it yeah we need a shopping day. And you us. too. Uh, yeah, I am doing like... Who are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> Tell the listeners. I'm doing like casual, cute, mm -hmm. diosa looks. Absolutely. Literally, because I am wearing a halter with La Virgen mm -hmm. on it. Our favorite diosa. Yes, one of my favorite diosas. Um, and it's actually a Belladonia shirt or halter. Love it. Um, and it's really cute. It's white. Nipples are showing of course, of course because that is what I'm about and it's hot outside it's hot outside <laughs> and I'm wearing um just light denim jeans and these six inch wedges which I love I've had them for like six years they're Jeffrey Campbell the colorful wedges they're colorful they make me look tall because I'm very small <laughs> I am right. like 5'1 you also have a petite mujer I really am and when I'm standing next to Mala I'm like oh wait I need to put on my big heels <laughs> my big shoes because Mala is has some height on me <laughs> so yeah I'm just doing it's hot out I'm doing some casual casual cute summer summer look I love it halters always remind me of the 90s also oh yeah so I'm just I guess I'm like summer 90s I love the looks. I prefer halters I don't like anything that impedes my shoulders and my arm movement I agree I love my, when my shoulders are out I don't like sleeves yeah and which makes me so angry when every single dress code ever the first thing they want us to cover are our fucking shoulders I know they don't want us to have full mobility they do not I'm convinced <laughs> it's a conspiracy oh my god you're so funny uh, so anyways yeah uh, so I think that's it for like our general check-ins yeah yes. there's been a lot going on I mean today what's today's topic I mean before we get yeah. into our first song break we want to yeah. prep everybody yeah so before we get into our main content for the day um, we are actually, we want to talk about this name that we have created for our listeners, Locamores. Yes. So we're really excited to discuss that, what it was inspired from, listener love that we've seen. There's and a story. There's a story, as always, always a story. And we also want to talk about goddess worship. Mm -hmm. So, diosa worship, self-care, sisterhood, all these different things. Podcasteras peligrosas.
back. We are back. Oh, SZA, thank you yes. for your talent, your beauty, your music. Oh my god, yeah. Also, I follow her on Twitter, and she's amazing. She's so funny. <laughs> she's hilarious. And cute and adorable. Yeah, and she engages, which I love. I was watching her Breakfast Club interview the other day. Oh. I know, there's a, there's been a lot going on with the Breakfast Club. We completely and totally support, stand behind um, Janet Mock and mm-hmm. all of the black trans women who have come to like spread that education and you know advocate for themselves mm-hmm. and, and talk about transphobia on the Breakfast Club and so we support them and their efforts yeah. and everything that they've said absolutely and Janet Mock has a uh, a podcast called Never Before I believe and it's great so yeah listen I mean she's amazing she has a new memoir out. surpassing certainty yeah I She's met half. her once in, in college. Yeah, my, when I was working at the LGBT center, they there was programming, of course, and we brought her out, and I got to meet her prior, and she signed my book, and um, yeah, my my friend, I love. yeah, my friend with he, well, he was a director, and he was interviewing her, and I was actually tweeting out like her responses, like through the LGBT center's Twitter. It was so great. It was so amazing, and that's like when I was really coming into like my femme identity so I really like I really see like trans women like the way that they shape discourse around femininity and just femness in general and like I attribute all of that to Kim Milan or yeah Kim Milan and Janet Mock Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. I love her work she's so important to me yeah doing great work doing great work so thank you to them and support them yeah support transgender women support mm-hmm. trans femmes mm-hmm. um, and that's what we're gonna do absolutely so let's get into our our main content today our content. Um, we want to introduce loca amores oh my god yeah so I'm gonna read the definition that we created together Mala and I yes so loca amores are listeners locas loca exes and friends that make our radiophonic novella glitter and glow <laughs> I love our definition yeah so we want to share with y'all actually how this came about. Yes. Um, as always, like, I think in general, we, we like to call y'all locas, exes, but trying to think of something that's gender neutral, yeah. inclusive, and also cute. Super you cute. Know? That's a priority. A Absolu- top, top priority. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, there's actually something that happened via, on, or happened on the internet that we want to share. On so Mala's actually going to get into it and share with y'all something. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, look, Amores. It was kind of, it was interesting. It was yeah. a really interesting experience. So we got wins. Um, we were informed that, you know, one of our listeners had, you know, gone on Facebook onto a post by Remezcla, which is an article that they've been circulating for a few months about like top 10 or whatever, or here are 10 Latinx podcasts that you need to listen to. So um, this particular listener, you know, commented recently on the Remezcla article on Facebook and essentially said, you know, uh, myself and multiple like listeners and commenters and people have have tweeted at you guys and commented and asked you to update this list to include Cafe Con Chisme and Locatora Radio. And we've seen, we have seen here and there other listeners, you know, like um, tweet our at at Remezcla or -hmm. comment on Facebook with our at. and, Mm -hmm. And whenever people put out a call, for you know the tripod hashtag or you know they uh, when there are people online who want to know about more latinx podcasts inevitably our listeners will 
mention us and mm-hmm. put us out there. So somebody told us about it. And so we went and we saw, you know, the comment from our listener, but it had actually been deleted off of the Remesla Facebook. <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Yes, it had been, <laughs> but we had a screenshot of it. We did. We and had a screenshot. Yeah, I mean, and no shade because who knows how these things, you know, yeah. there's, there's always stuff that happens. But we're just we're, telling you. Yeah. yeah. We, what we really want to focus on is the way that our listeners really come through for us. Oh, my God. The way they really um, try to represent us and other femmes, women of color, locas, our locamores, you know, y'all really ride for us uh, via social media. And we and, love it. And we love it. And even when, when we get to meet some of y'all in person at events. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's just really great to see the way that y'all engage with us and... Yeah, here are present. So when we saw that recently, with mm-hmm. just like how vocal our listeners are, yeah. and they want to see, you know, they just want to use their voices, mm-hmm. and they kind of cape for us in a lot of ways. Thank right. you. It reminded us of like, well, hey, like Rihanna has her navy, Amber has her rosebuds, mm-hmm. Beyonce has the beehive. What do we have? We have our locamores, mm-hmm. our loves. So that's who you all are. Yeah, and that's how we're gonna refer to you from now on. Yeah, locamores. And I actually ran into a locamor last night. Oh, you did? Oh, my God. Share that, oh Share my that God. story with us. You, oh, my God. So I went out with a bunch of friends last night, and we inevitably end up at this place downtown where we always end up. Oh, I'm that, so upset about that. I know. I'm not even going to name the place because I'm ashamed. <laughs> because we're always there, and we always tell ourselves, never again. This is awful. We hate this. This is terrible. It's a last resort type of thing. It's literally a last resort. It's the spillover from the club across the street that nobody else could get into because the line <laughs> is too long. Like, to be honest, to be real, you know, yeah. that's where you go when you don't want to wait in line at the other place. That's more popping. And you don't want to pay cover at the yeah, other other place. That's true. So just to be honest, and everybody knows that, but that's why it's fun because you could just walk in and it's whatever. So I'm there, and of course the entire night, not even one person came up to any of us to like have a conversation or to offer any of us drinks. Sideline Mala is very intimidating in person <laughs> if you are a man. So you know what? I guess. I guess. I see it. I don't know, but I never get approached. <laughs> I really don't. And when I do, uh, it's usually like not the type of guy that I'm like looking for, the type of person that I'm, I am I would really like be attracted to, you right. know? It's just not. So um, I don't have a lot of good luck when I go out, unfortunately. So anyways, so last night we're out. And so we end up at this last resort place, which is fine. Of course, the men there mm-hmm. wait till the end of the night the mm-hmm. lights are already up. They're getting ready to last call on alcohol. They're they're already ushering people out. And now the dudes want to come over and they want to start talking to us. And one guy offers to buy me a drink. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. So we get tequila shots. I have my shot, which is what I agreed to mm-hmm. was a shot. <laughs> and that's it. And then he asked me for my number. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'm going to go see my friends now. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, really, really. I don't give out my number. He's like, yeah. what about your what about your Snapchat? I'm like, I don't have one. She doesn't. You know? So it's like, I'm not going to give you anything. You gave me a shot, and that's it. So I go back with my friends, and he, this guy is, like, waiting at the exit. Mm-hmm. And he keeps looking at me. Like, I know what he's doing. He's waiting for me to walk by so he can try again. So me and my, my girlfriends were like, okay, let's go out the other exit, the front exit. And the bouncer is all like ladies you gotta go out this other way like this is our exit right now please like file over here and we're like no sir you don't understand like (laughs) we're avoiding that man over there like you can't make us walk and he started laughing because he knows what's going on of course 
So then he's like, okay. He's like, follow me. And he like took us through this other like exit, right? Mm-hmm. And he was being really nice. So we exited and then we're outside talking, me and my me and my friends, my homegirls. And then all of a sudden this mujer comes up and starts talking to me. And I've never seen her before. I don't know her. And she comes up and she's like, oh my God, like I love Locatora Radio. So I'm a cute. listener. So she's a Locamor. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Whenever we see Locamores out in the world. We get so excited. And when you approach us, we're so happy. Like if you are a mm-hmm. listener, please come say hi. Yes. That's an open invitation, mm-hmm. you know? So um, she approaches, she says hi. We're talking. And then lo and behold, all of a sudden, who comes walking up behind her? Homeboy from the bar from earlier, <laughs> right? All of a sudden. And he starts talking to to her, to the woman. And he's like, you see, sis, I told you that was her. I knew that was the girl from the podcast talking about me. That's hilarious. So now I'm giving this girl a hug, right? And if you're listening, so happy, so nice to meet you. Like, you were so <laughs> cute. Like, please, like, let's chill again because you were great. But so I'm hugging. We're hugging. And then her brother comes to join in on the hug. Oh, my God. To join in on the group hug so he could hug me. And I'm like, oh, my God. It, it was so interesting because I'm like, listen, I know that there are men that listen to the podcast or at the very least follow our Instagrams. Right. You do not get to use our content <laughs> and your sisters and your cousins, your primas, mm-hmm. you know, and like the femmes in your life. You can't use the podcast to get to us. Right. I refuse. Right. You're not allowed. You will not weaponize <laughs> yeah, our shit. Yeah, it's one thing when you're genuinely game. engaging, but when you're just using it to try and holler, like that's that's a different, yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, so all this time when you offered me a drink mm-hmm. at the get from mm-hmm. the beginning, you knew exactly who I was, but mm-hmm. you didn't decide to bring it up until I said no to you. But now you want a second chance. You're gonna use your sister. Ooh, no. Yeah, that's funny. That reminds me of the. But it was nice to meet the sister. You yeah. were so sweet. Shout out, girl. <laughs> Shout out. I'm glad you approached Mala. Um, yes. That reminds me of the. The, the guy that works at Primera Taza, right? Oh my God! Shout out! Shout out! Hey I don't boo. know his name. Um, we will find out your name. But shout out, Boo! If you're, I'm not sure if you listen, but he knows of Locatora. So yeah. we sometimes go and work there before we record. Yes. And he's very sweet. He's very nice to us. Right. You know, and it's it's nice when there's like men out there that are just nice safe men of color exactly and they're not trying to holler at you no. they're not creepy they're just like hey like i know what y'all do nice to meet you nico of espacio 1839 also. is a very safe trustworthy man who offers the space to the community yeah. in a non-predatory way yeah it's important when they're when you do meet those men yeah we know that they're there however our experience has been the opposite exactly the ratio was a little out of whack yeah and today even like i so appreciate the primera taza guys and i will learn your names (laughs) since i appreciate you (laughs) (laughs) because oh my god so at first oh my god story another story yeah Lord, I'm exhausted. So earlier today, like, Diosa and I were meeting up so that we could work on Locatora stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And get the episode prep for today. So we were going to meet at La Monarca. So I walk in there, and then all of a sudden, out the corner of my eye, um, you know, I work with domestic violence survivors, and I go to court a lot with my survivors, and we often see their abusers, right? Whether it's the person who assaulted them, uh, you know, their ex-husband, father of their kids, whatever, domestic violence. So a lot of the abusers will see me once a month or see me all the time in court they know what I look like they recognize me so I walk into and remember the abusers are are from the community yeah you know 
It's inevitable. They're regular ass men, regular ass people from the community. They're all yeah. over the place. So I walk into La Monarca and out the corner of my eye, I see one of these guys. I see one of these abusers that I've been in court Ugh. with, you know, his victim, with the survivor a million times. I saw him and I had to like, I was like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. And this has happened before where I will see abusers like out in downtown or wherever at the market, wherever. And when that happens, I, and I, once I see them, I try not to make eye contact and I just leave. Yeah. I just remove myself. So I like basically like ran from La Monarca to Primera Taza yeah. and I walked in and I was all hot and flustered in my cute outfit and shit <laughs> looking like 1990s Wednesday Adams. <laughs> and I walk into, I walk into Primera Taza and the guys are there and they reckon I've spoken to them before. I've seen them at events and I was like, Oh my God, you guys like, can I tell you what just happened? And I told them the whole story and they were so sweet. They were yeah. like, Oh my God, like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, Oh, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. I hope everything's fine. Yeah. And it was just, they provided a safe space. That's nice. For a mujer in distress. Yeah. For a mommy in distress. <laughs> yes, good. I'm, I'm glad that they did that. And yeah, I mean, we, we go and get coffee there sometimes yeah. when we're working and stuff. So it's nice that to, to also like get to know people in the community. Because we're not from Boyle Heights. No. We record here. Yeah. We work out from different restaurants or coffee shops. So we come you know, to events all the time yeah, here we at do. Espacio. So yeah, we like to support. Um, I also, since we're shouting out some people, I want to shout out actually Amelie, aka at Masapan Ho, yes. on Instagram and I believe Twitter. So I actually ran into her yesterday at Belladonna when I was at the headquarters. And it was so funny because my back was to the door and Lala and I were, you know, in our meeting. And I see someone walk in and I turn around and it's Amelie. And I've never met her in, in real life, but mm. I've seen her on social media, of course, like most most people, right? Right. So, you know, it was such a surprise to see her and she was so excited to see me and was like just very sweet, very kind. And it was it was just a really nice coincidence because I knew that a model was coming in to shoot with them, but I didn't know who. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was just really good. And I just wanted to shout her out because she follows Mala and I. She follows the podcast. She's a locamor as well. Another locamor. Another locamor. And she's so sweet and just beautiful. So beautiful. Has long, beautiful hair. It's just really amazing. So I just wanted to shout her out and show her some love because she shows locatora love all the time. We love you, girl. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a good transition, actually, to goddess worship. <gasps> yes. Let's, Best topic ever. Yes. Let's get into it. Okay. So most of my work... I feel like my online work or just internal work, what I talk about is like very much about self-care. So this topic is really important to me. I've like led workshops on it and not this like consumerist, like you got to buy a bath bomb. It's like, no, self-care can be messy and mm -hmm. it can be uncomfortable, but it's really important. And it can, and there's like definitely beauty to it. Mm -hmm. It can be pretty, but it's not always pretty, right? Exactly. So goddess worship is self-care. Let's talk about it. So for me, let's. Uh, what is a goddess? Yeah. What let's is break a goddess? it down. Goddess worship. Yeah. What is a goddess? So I always immediately think, you know, because we try and speak from our experience mm -hmm. and from our own context mm -hmm. first, and then grow out from there. So I always think of like Latino, Latina, Latinx cultures mm -hmm. to be inherently drawn towards goddess worship yeah i think about even though like for example my family is from mexico right mm -hmm. we're chicanos i think about mexico in particular mm -hmm. and every latin american country will have their particular yeah. variations and mm -hmm. origins and and mm -hmm. models of, of mm -hmm. participating in goddess mm -hmm. worship mm -hmm. i think of mexico in particular in my experience 
and one of the most Catholic nations, if not the most Catholic nation in the world, with the most Catholics, yeah. right? And we are all about Jesus mm -hmm. and God, but everybody is so deeply connected and tied to La Virgen. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. usually the first person mm -hmm. that people will pray to and go on pilgrimages for mm -hmm. before Jesus or God. Yeah. You know, we love yeah. La Virgen on images. We mm -hmm. love to see her mm -hmm. on, on candles. The younger generation, we embrace her in our clothing. Yeah. You, murals in mm -hmm. our streets, in mm -hmm. our homes. She's framed. My grandma has mm -hmm. that she won at bingo at the church. I love it. My grandmother won this huge fa uh, framed image of La Virgen de Guadalupe, mm -hmm. praying hands, and Pope John Paul is like basically like on bended knee like praying oh, to her I like that. praying to la virgen mm -hmm. i look at something like that and i look at that as a type of an iteration yeah. of mm -hmm. how we would do goddess yeah. worship yeah absolutely i mean thinking about spirituality like i don't really identify my god or my gods as as, as male you know exactly so when i think about a goddess i think about or i think about i'm praying to someone i'm praying to la virgen or mm. any you know other goddesses that i that i do engage with or i feel like are in my spirit um, so yeah, definitely like La Virgen has a really big significance. And I think being in LA, obviously like there's a very big Mexican community here. Uh -huh. I mean, La Virgen has, there's, there's so many cultural ties, I think in a lot of Latino communities in general, or she looks differently, right? In some Latino communities. Um, so yeah, goddess, goddess worship. Goddess I'm worship. thinking also like to me, a, a goddess is someone that's flawed, Absolutely. you know, someone that, um, has there is some type of magic to her, um, some type of, you know, of course, spirituality to her, some type of creative energy, but also very flawed. When you say that, it makes me think immediately of Coyo Chucky. Exactly. She's actually one of the goddesses that I adore. Do you want to you want to talk more about Goyoshaki and why? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like I learned about Goyoshaki through actually Gloria Zaldúa, so queer Chicana feminist um, writer a theorist, everything. Um, so a lot of Chicanas actually, or queer folks, also follow Gloria Anzaldúa, and she is especially prevalent in the borderlands in yes. the book, right? Um, so anyway, so Goyoshaki is, you know, in, in Aztec um, cosmology, in Aztec cosmology, Goyoshaki is the moon goddess, and she was born of Kualikwe. Mm -hmm. So her brother is Huitzilopochtli, mm -hmm. which is the sun god or the warrior god. And this is coming out of like Aztec yes. spirituality mm -hmm. and yeah. Yes, absolutely. So in the in the story, she um, was dismembered, so cut into pieces by Huitzilopochtli. So I think for me, um, or, or I think you know, for a lot of Chicanas there is this idea of us like putting ourselves back together so putting pieces of ourselves back together when we were destroyed by something right by a male presence by some type of predator some someone that has tried to hurt us so there's this idea that you're putting yourself back together um, and yeah so I think there's a lot of significance to or to Koyoshaki yeah in our communities yeah. especially trying to reclaim parts of um, indigeneity maybe in terms of religion I mean there's a lot of nuances and a lot of complexities oh yeah of course um, to folks that want to like try and <laughs> reclaim ind indigeneity exactly. um, but I think it just goes to show that there's a lot of a lot in our history that we just don't know mm -hmm. and that was taken from us um, so trying to I guess find pieces yeah 
Yeah, and I mean, finding the pieces, I think, is also just noticing, Mm -hmm. noticing, oh my God, look at all of these femme, female women figures that Mm -hmm. people are literally praying to, you know, and pouring their hearts out to. And across religion or spirituality, we could talk about Santeria Mm -hmm. and all the feminine, the divine feminine, right? That that people are praying to and Mm -hmm. that they're calling out to, right? And offering up prayers to the divine feminine in Santeria. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different variations. And Mm -hmm. I would be really interested in our locamores, our listeners, to tell yeah. us more about your particular families, where mm-hmm. you all are from, what kind of goddesses yeah. were you all, you know, mm-hmm. looking up to and mm-hmm. praying to and worshiping? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that makes me feel like because we grow up with this type of worship or just praying to a type of goddess, a woman figure, um, also like our mothers are our goddesses, right? Oh, yeah. They're they're the women in our lives that we adore, that we love, that we pray for. You know, maybe we pray too in some in some ways, um, and, and that support prays, us. And who prays for us more than anybody? Our mothers. Our mothers and our grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Whenever I have like a job interview or I'm going through something where I need love and support, I call my madrina because mm. she prays a lot and mm-hmm. she lights candles and she's very spiritual. So I call her and I tell her like hey Nina like I have this going on like piensa en me and she goes okay and yeah. she and I know that I'm set I have my protector like she's gonna put it all out there for me yeah so it's just something very beautiful and spiritual for me and in, in so many of our families the mm-hmm. mujeres are like the keepers of spirituality absolutely and they teach it mm-hmm. to the kids yeah or religion or whatever it is uh-huh. however you do it it's usually mom or yeah. grandma or tia yeah titi absolutely um yeah, grandma so, is a goddess, absolutely. Grandma's a goddess, mom is a goddess. And then I think so when we start to become women ourselves, mm. we're like, okay, well, I'm also a goddess. I'm also a diosa. So how do I worship myself? And how do we really define goddess or diosa? Like, how do you know if you are one? Mm-hmm. What yeah. makes you a goddess? Yeah, what makes you a goddess? I think that that has a lot to do with, I mean, any, I mean, I mean, anyone can really, like, identify as a diosa. Or, oh, yeah. We're not you know, gatekeep- goddess. gatekeepers of Oh, no. Absol- absolutely not. We do no. not believe that. But <laughs> yeah. I think, for me, I think a goddess is someone that's loving on herself. Yes. Loving on others, empowering herself, and yeah. empowering others. And like I said, really working on recognizing, acknowledging that you are a flawed being. Right. You've made mistakes. Right. You've hurt. You've harmed. You've also been hurt and harmed. And you're going to work on it. Yeah. So nobody is perfect. You're not a perfect being. None of our gods are. None of our goddesses are. Mm -hmm. So really acknowledging that you're a growing person. You're a growing being. Right. right? And you have your, there's something larger than you. Right. There's something cosmic about your existence. There's something magical in your existence. And you're going to keep going. Mm. And you have like your guardians. You have your spirits. You have your family protecting you. And you're also protecting others. Yeah. So there's something mystical about it. Absolutely. I also, I I feel like there's an element of it where it's like, if you are actively, unconsciously or not, you know, um, engaging in goddess worship, either of yourself as a goddess, because if you're worshiping yourself, you're, Mm -hmm. that's goddess worship or in worship of others. Um, I think that there's also kind of like in some ways energy work that's being done there because you're giving that love and that positive Mm -hmm. energy towards other goddesses absolutely there's an energy exchange Uh uh-huh and I think that's so often 
masculinity, maleness, toughness, mm -hmm. meanness is what is often so prized mm -hmm. and glorified. Mm -hmm. And then the feminine and the soft is mm -hmm. often you know talked down on mm -hmm. and it's like sissy stuff and it's yeah like we talk about superfluous is the word that we use mm -hmm. or unimportant yeah easily breakable but i think that when you choose to put your energy and your mm -hmm. intentions towards yeah. mm -hmm. recognizing and loving the feminine mm -hmm. that's energy work Absolutely. to correct that imbalance because mm -hmm. that's an imbalance yeah and that's also why you need to be protective of your energy right yes. you can't just give it away to everybody you have to protect it for yourself mm -hmm. and but also recognize like you you are exchanging energy with other people when you love on them even when you hate on them yeah you know there's there's energy happening yeah so it's really important that we protect it absolutely and there's a lot of different ways to protect mm -hmm. your energy but there's also a lot of different ways to actually engage mm -hmm. in goddess worship yeah so let's talk about that um one of the things that we love is taking pictures oh yeah so taking selfies taking pictures but then also commenting on our friends uh -huh. our sisters our loves our locamores commenting on their photos yeah right so engaging in like a whole thread of like of just love of love comment energy exchange exactly exactly and there's something I mean, I know for me, like when I'm feeling down, I'll go back and I will look at a selfie, right. you know, or I'll look at maybe some love that someone was giving me and I'm just like, all right, yeah. here's a reminder, you're loved, you're cared for, you're going to be good. Right. So there's something in that as well. Right. What else do we do? What else is, what so are some photos. other examples? And I love the photos too, because like we were talking about earlier, what do we do with images of our favorite goddesses? Mm -hmm. We have images. Yeah. We like to see them visually. Absolutely. So why not apply that same principle to ourselves? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, let's document ourselves so that we can go back and worship ourselves. Yeah. I agree with you. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, our churches, not all churches, different churches, like, keep out images of, like, mm -hmm. saints and other figures like that. So it really depends on where you're from and right. your particular family. But, again, from my experience, mm -hmm. we like to have images and multiple in images, many images mm -hmm. of La Virgen. Oh, yeah. It's not just one photo. Yeah. You know, you know what? <laughs> so why should I only have one you photo? You know what's so funny? <laughs> and I share this with, with Mala, I, I think, or the mommies at least. Um, I have a I have a, a picture of La Virgen, but she's made out of crystals, ah. and I picked it up at Mi Vida. I saw it, I loved it because I'm like learning about crystals. I, I use them in my daily life, and um, when my dad saw it, he got so upset. And it's oh, funny yeah, that my I'm dad sure. is the one that got upset because he was like, "Oh no, te estás burlando de La Virgen," like all these things because it's a reinterpretation. When actually La Virgen herself, in like Catholicism, is a reinterpretation of Don yeah, Ancine, of right? Don Ancine. We know that. So it's so funny that my dad like takes this out of context and is so upset and then goes and tells my mom, tú la estás apoyando and like it's oh mad at my, my mom God. because my mom's just like, what are you talking about? And my mom is just like rolling her eyes because we know how my dad is and he's just like, you And know. is he a religious man? He can't, like he's, he's honestly like fluxed with his religion. Mm. There was a while where he was, um, I want to say he was getting into like some type of santeria, which we don't really talk about. He won't talk about it now. Yeah. Oh, but you told us about this before because Did he I? has oh, like yeah. a curandera that he goes to. He does, to. he does, he does. But recently he told me, he made a comment about how he's just like, no, no más hay un Dios. So I think he had some type of bad experience that he won't talk about. Uh -oh. He won't share. Uh-oh. So he, something happened that he will never tell us, obviously, because he's a very private man. So something happened and he said something like, oh, solo hay un Dios. And I was like, mm, we're not getting into this. He was messing with the yeah. wrong stuff, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. So I don't know what was Drama. happening there. But it's just funny that my, ma my, my dad is just like, what are you doing? 
that of is this funny. picture of loving hand that you know so it's just it's it's really interesting the way women recognize what's going on and my mom is just like rolling her eyes like please stop it <laughs> please that's enough right please um i know so, so yeah, what photos. else photos Oh my god. Um, I love one of my favorite artists ever in the history of the world who I wrote an article about yes. her in 2016 mm-hmm. um, last summer. Her name is Monica Kim Garza. Yes, I love that article. And she is, yeah, I wrote it for Vibe mm-hmm. um, online, vibe.com, Vibe magazine in their Vibe Viva like Latinx platform. Yeah. And I interviewed her and talked about her art. And if you've never seen her art, follow her on Instagram, go on her website, mm-hmm. Monica Kim Garza love her because everything that she does mm-hmm. i consider it all to be goddess worship and mm-hmm. meta goddess worship she mm-hmm. paints a lot of very beautiful pictures of of fat and full-bodied and thick and mm-hmm. curvy women mm-hmm. of color mm-hmm. brown women who are mostly naked topless yeah. titties out thighs out yeah eating tacos drinking coronas on their bed, texting, texting, listening to Drake. With their dog. With the dog, with the mm-hmm. Frida and La Virgen on the wall. Absolutely. Meta goddess worship. Yeah. You know, love her work, love her work. It's all about, she, everything is about just loving on the female mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. at rest, at play, mm-hmm. just being gentle, mm-hmm. being treated with love and tenderness, being fed, not yeah. being harassed. Yeah, and we talked about that, you, when you, you named it as a femscape, which I love. Oh, yes. Um, definite femscape. Definite femscape. And what did that make me think? Oh, that made me think about how I would really like a Monica Kim Garza painting in my room. Oh, absolutely. Because as y'all know, the Diosa Palace, I have this area that is just a big wall and I really want to put a painting there and I want it to be a Monica Kim Garza painting. I would love a Monica Kim Garza yeah. painting. I'm actually hoping that if my boo is listening, <gasps> um, can you please commission a painting for me? Yes. Listen up, <laughs> boo-boo. Listen up. Yes. Anyway... Um. Yeah, goddess. So that's another way. Goddess worship. I think that um, you know, there's always been an inclination to paint images mm-hmm. of of the divine and the mm-hmm. holy. So that's just another way to do it. Yeah. You know, through paintings. I mm-hmm. think in music, there's a lot of goddess worship that happens. Yeah. Um. I mean, and then even just caring for yourself, right? So oh yes. We talked about masturbation before. I think really knowing your body, knowing what feels good. Um, can really, I think, elevate your spirituality and sensuality. Oh, yeah. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. Masturbation is goddess worship. It is. <laughs> it really Incorporate is. Incorporate it <laughs> into your spirituality, everybody. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and I think there's just this, um, there's this movement I feel that's happening of, like, folks reclaiming, like, myst- or mysticism or maybe learning more about it and crystals. And I've seen those, like, dildos made out of crystals. <gasps> which I really want one. They're kind of expensive, but I would sure. really, re- I really want one. And I think it's just so, it's really important because if you think about like violence against your body, mm. right? So then you're like, you're healing yourself from within with right. the crystal, with, with the maybe crystal. an area that you've experienced violence. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, that's another way to really reclaim your sexuality, your sensuality, especially if you've been harmed oh, in yeah. that way. So there's oh, yeah. so much there, I feel. Worship can be healing. It can be. Right? Because why does one go to church? Why do Mm -hmm. you pray? Why do you engage in any type of spirituality? Yes. There's someone that I follow on Instagram. Her name is, uh, or her IG handle is Ethereal. And she talks about how she sages her pussy. So I'm really curious to know how. Yeah. So I want to know more. Yeah. She has this like really big post about like how she does it. And it's, you know, she like 
sets sets the mood, sets her, you know, her invokes her spirits and her cl- really cleans the clean cleanses the energy in the room and in her space. And she, you know, is with her legs open. She mm-hmm. will, you know, sage mm-hmm. her her pussy basically. Mm-hmm. So if she's trying to let go of a partner, <gasps> if she's if she had oh, a maybe shit. bad experience, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. wants this energy to be con- like disconnected. Oh girl. And I hadn't really thought about it, uh-huh. but it's it's true. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially if you've had a partner that you're like, mm, this person needs to like never ever be in my space again. Right. Especially in my pussy. Ejected. Yes. Ejected. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's really it's really interesting. I had never actually heard that, but it makes a lot of sense. It I makes mean, a lot you sage your whole body. You know, why not like focus maybe for ten minutes, like on letting go of any type of harm that's right. been, you know. I and that there. makes me think of um, like the vaginal steams mm-hmm. and like the vaginal baths. Yeah, I've never had one. I'm really I curious. I really want one. I do. I want to try it. I don't know whether I would want to do an at home one mm-hmm. or go to somebody. We should go. We should, we should do <gasps> that. Should be like a little field trip. We should start doing field trips mm-hmm. and experiences, and then talk about them. I agree. We should because would you all like that with the look on yeah, like that? Because I know Indi Hemama does ideas. them. Um, La Loba Loca, maybe. La Loba Loca. In the future. In the future, we might have some collabs, some mm-hmm. things, maybe, yeah. maybe, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think there's just a, a lot. I think when you're focusing on yourself. That's like that's the key, right? Yes. And not, in, and of course, not in like this way where it's like, no, I'm the only important being. No, no. but it's like for these, these maybe this hour or two, I'm gonna incorporate something daily right. that, that's worshiping just for me. I'm worshiping my goddess, myself. Yeah, I think you know, um, the the diva is mm-hmm. sort of the the earthly yeah incarnation of the goddess. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. It's a it's a it's a complex mm-hmm. like type of goddess, mm-hmm. but a goddess nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. I love a diva. Same. And if we think about, you know, spiritualities and religions, especially native, mm-hmm. there is usually multiple, yeah. right, like feminine energies yeah. or or goddesses mm-hmm. that are sometimes they're in competition with each other or they have beef realistically but a lot of times it's about balance and harmony Mm -hmm. right and coexisting and each element exists for a Mm -hmm. specific purpose so i think that when it comes to us like Mm -hmm. right now thinking about ourselves as goddesses our friends as goddesses and how we can nurture that and it's not competitive Mm -hmm. you know and it can just be loving Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or, I mean, even if it's not someone that maybe you want to be friends with, but y'all can coexist. Yeah. There doesn't need to be some type of hate. Right. Or some type of bad energy. Because like, like we've said, like you want to protect what's sacred, which is your energy, right? Don't you fuck with my energy. Who says that? Princess Nokia Princess said Nokia. it. Mm-hmm. She knows all about goddess worship. She does. That's what she does through her music. She really does. Um, worship of herself. Mm-hmm. She also shares like her little bruja goddess tips via mm-hmm. her Instagram as well and through um, Smart Girl Club. Yes, through Smart Girl. At her shows, At her shows. she always makes it very oh, clear. She does. Mm-hmm. You know, women, femmes, women of color to the front, mm-hmm. always. She does. When we went to her show back in November, she's like, Can y'all make space? I want the walk to come up to the front. And exactly. we did. Yeah. And we did. And we went up front mm-hmm. and it was so fun. <laughs> so she does that. She does that with her goddess worship. I think yeah. a lot of singers. Um, engage in goddess worship in their mm-hmm. music. I think that a lot of the types of like 
dance and entertainment mm -hmm. that women and femmes, especially mm -hmm. women of color engage mm -hmm. in that are talked down on or degraded are types of goddess worship. Yeah. I think of strip clubs. Okay, yes. I don't know. I didn't share that update. I started, I mean, it's on pause right now, but I started taking actually pole classes. Ooh, right. Yes. And it was so much fun. And yeah, I felt like such a goddess mm -hmm. when I was taking my classes because everyone is essentially nude. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not wearing any, you're basically wearing shorts and a bra, right? right? And you're really like learning the way your body moves. And there's, a, of course, a giant mirror. And you're really just looking at yourself and feeling super sensual. I mean, right. at least that's how I felt. Yeah. Where did you, what studio did you take your class at? I went to, it's called Fembody Fitness. Fun. Yeah. I went to one, um, actually one of the advocates, one of the sexual assault advocates that mm -hmm. I worked with when I first volunteered ever, mm -hmm. um, Rhonda, hey girl. Oh, that's right. She, yeah, she's an advocate, but she also is, um, she dances pole and she mm -hmm. teaches classes. I love it. And so I took a class at the Sheila Kelly studio and it was really difficult. It's it was hard. not easy. It's really hard. Very physically demanding. Mm -hmm. I was bruised. I was in pain. But yeah, they had like, the lights were dark. Mm -hmm. It was only candlelight. Mm -hmm. And it was super slow, sensual music. And half of the class was just about like rolling around on the floor, learning how to make yes. your, bar your, your back arch as much as possible. Just really accentuating and exploring all the curvatures, mm -hmm. all the softness, yeah. you know? And knowing so your fun. body. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think of that as goddess worship. Yeah. What else? So much more. You know, I think we wanted to talk about um, how to worship the goddess in your life, right? Yes. So we were, how to. Yes. We were talking about, um, Mala and I were talking about how there's a fine line of oh, when yes. you're adoring someone. Say you're, you say you're a goddess worshiper. So your partner, right? You're worshiping your partner. You recognize her or them as a goddess, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So there's a fine line between being adored and then being fetishized and we have an example of that yes from recently that's yep. been circulating yeah so on twitter mm -hmm. there's been going around and i think that it was on buzzfeed recently but this guy who like is like a bro i guess self-proclaimed and he talks a lot about and like writes articles and stuff about how he is really into his wife because she's super curvy she's like a thick lady she's mm -hmm. a bigger lady and so it was really interesting because people were just digging up more of his posts and his mm -hmm. work and it was very clear that it's it, really weird it's, right. like, it's uncomfortable like what did you get from it like what was popping out at you what he was yeah. saying i mean the first post i mean i saw one post and it was something like oh like people would like make fun of me because i like like thick women and he's like this you know skinny white guy which mm -hmm. is fine right mm -hmm. and he and i Presumably, I think his his partner is white. I'm actually not sure. Right. Um, and she's she's curvy. You know, she's honestly average. She's like, an average size yeah. woman in America in the United States. Exactly. Um, and he like talks about like it's very centered around him and like his desire for curvy women. And so, how it makes him exceptional. Exactly. So again, like in the male gaze, that's what's important here in his eyes. That's what it says about him. Exactly. That he will be seen with her in public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to be clear that, like, I think that there should be as much public, vocal, verbal, on TV, in real life, mm -hmm. online, you know, very clear, loud love and adoration mm -hmm. of thick women, of fat women, of big women. Yes. Yeah, of course. But when we talk about goddess worship, you're centering the goddess. Yes. If 
if what you're doing is complimenting her in order to say, well, look how great I am for mm-hmm. thinking that she's pretty. Yeah. Or thinking that she's, you know, attractive. Mm-hmm. Or that, desired. Or desired. That's no longer goddess worship. You're not centering the goddess. You're no. centering what your connection to the goddess says about you. Mm-hmm. That's not how you do it. Yeah. And like, what do we hear when men are engaging with us in, in conversations about street harassment? They assume that we like it and we mm-hmm. want it and that it's a compliment. But you see, worshiping a goddess is not harassing. No. You don't force it onto a goddess. Mm-hmm. You offer it up. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So when men do that on the street, it's not in a complimentary way. Mm-hmm. It's not in a worshiping way. No. It's in a harassing way. Mm-hmm. So there's a fine line. There's a fine line. So how to, how do you, how, like, what is our how-to? How to worship the goddess? I mean, how do life? you like to be wa- worshipped? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's um, start there. Let's start there. Hmm. We won't get to the end of the list between her and I, oh between Diosa and I. <laughs> I know, right? Well, how do we, how, let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. Let's see. Well, I always say that gifts that partners give. <laughs> I love it. Go for it. Say it. Say it. Put so it out there. <laughs> I say that, that whenever a partner gives me a gift, whether it be, like, flowers, jewelry, um, a plant, you know, something. It's a gift. I see it as an offering. I love it. So I'm spending time with them. I'm sharing my body with them, my time with them, my space with them. So they're offering up to me something, right? Yes. Something like in adoration of me. And of course, it's mutual. You oh, know, yeah. absolutely. That's the, one of the most important things. It's it's a mutual love, and you know, we're coexisting together. Um, but I see their gifts as offerings because they value my time and they yeah. recognize, you know, how important I am in their life or, or whatever capacity, right? Maybe I'm not the most important thing because that's kind of weird. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's an offering. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And the thing with the offering is mm-hmm. like, yes, let's talk about when it comes to femmes, mm-hmm. to women, to goddesses, mm-hmm. that there's always the expectation that we should be grateful mm-hmm. for any attention, yeah. for any little gift. You bought me one meal. Mm-hmm. I should be grateful for you. No, 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 no. It's an offering, and mm-hmm. I can choose to reject it, yeah. or I can choose to accept it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's up to me. Oh, my God, yeah, that reminds me of that time when we were at La Cita, and some, someone, someone that I was seeing gave me a gift remember oh yes i remember very clearly oh my God. i remember that night oh girl oh man we're not gonna get into the details but no. it was very uncomfortable um because that was not that was not an offering that was a i got you this gift so spend time with me yep i'm entitled to a dance with you now because i gave you something right it was, it's very uncomfortable as opposed to like hey like you, you're you're coming over and i'm making you dinner um here i bought you these flowers you know i missed you this week or yeah. something right yeah. that's that's very different than here spend time with me now because i bought you something absolutely see i feel like so often when it comes to especially situations where it's the energy exchange is going from the masculine to the feminine mm-hmm. that it's such it's so transactional in nature yeah but with the expectation that the masculine is giving over energy or a gift or something over to the feminine and is expecting more and more and more in return. Absolutely. Right? Or is demanding it. It's seen as obligated. But what we're saying is that that's not goddess worship. Yeah. Goddess worship is you offer it up selflessly mm-hmm. without expecting anything else in, or and especially not demanding yeah. anything else in return. Absolutely. You give because you want to. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like our mothers and our grandmothers, mm-hmm. right? Like taking care of us, raising us mm-hmm. as little baby goddesses, <laughs> you know? Like a yeah. lot of that is just selfless, knowing they are not going to yeah. get anything back. Mm-hmm. It's an offering in its own, you know? Yeah, and you know, and that makes me think about the way like 
are our mothers adore us um or if you have that relationship with your if if your mother or your grandmother is very vocal in her love you know everyone expresses their love differently but i know for i can speak for my mother and growing up she's just always been very adoring of me verbally like mine too you're so pretty and one time i was very self-conscious and she's like but but you're beautiful like you're so smart you're so beautiful and just like really giving me this type of love that i needed in that moment so it's like kind of growing up with this adoration a mutual adoration Mm -hmm. which is what goddess worship is right Mm -hmm. because i adore my mother she adores me too and your mother in most cases in a lot of cases your mother or some other older Mm -hmm. femme or other woman Mm -hmm. in your life is usually the one who's teaching you mm-hmm. how to love yourself, mm-hmm. how to take care of yourself. Absolutely. From head to toe, how mm-hmm. to take care of yourself, a.k.a. how to worship yourself. Yeah, I mean, I always attribute my love for makeup to my mother. And any type of work that I do surrounding self-care, I always attribute it all to my mother. Yeah. And the way she has her ritual mm-hmm. of makeup and applying it mm-hmm. and taking that time for herself and playing music that she likes, right? Yeah. So that's definitely like a part of why I am who I am right you know I attribute that a lot of it to my mother and the work that she does for herself absolutely I agree with you so much of what I do day to day to survive Mm -hmm. and get through the day I'm like wow these are just Mm -hmm. all like mom lessons that my mom gave me yeah she gave me literally all of these tools she really did (laughs) you know thank you thank you mama thank you mom yeah we love you we love you um so Give me How else do you like to be worshipped? I'm going to ask you, girl. You oh, have an okay. answer. So give me, give me an example oh of how you like to be worshipped. Oh, my God. There's so many ways. There's so many ways. Totally. You know, what I realized in my last relationship is that I kept lying to myself and everyone around me. And I was, I would say out loud to my last, my ex-boyfriend, like, oh, yeah, right? Like, I'm not high maintenance, right? Like, you're so lucky you're not with a high maintenance girl. Like, I'm so chill. But when you're, if you're saying that, then it means it's not true. You're such a high-maintenance bitch, girl. I'm such a high-maintenance bitch, and I just had to come to terms with it and just own it and mm. accept it. Mm. And I think that over the course of my last relationship, I really, truly learned that. Yeah. So for me, part of it is, like, knowing that there are people out there that are compatible with that. Yeah. I can't force this on, and I can't force somebody to be able to handle all of this. Right, Or it's to a lot. want to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we also have this, we have to be self-aware as goddesses. Mm-hmm. Who can handle us yeah. and who really cannot and we can't force it. Oh yeah, not everybody can handle all this. If I want to be worshipped, I also have to be careful mm-hmm. about who I'm asking that from. Who I'm sharing my time with. Who am I sharing my time with? Because I also don't want to overburden somebody mm-hmm. who's just not there for it or not capable of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's like really important that I'm with someone who is patient. For me, mm-hmm. goddess worship is a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. You can't rush a goddess. You cannot. Have you ever heard of rushing a goddess? No. No. Also, that reminds me, you can't fuck with somebody that doesn't see you as a goddess. You cannot. I can't That's sit rule here number and, one. I can't try and convince you that I'm a goddess. No. You either get it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You either understand that I need to be catered to and spoiled and taken care of, or you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to do it, there's plenty others that are. There mm-hmm. are people who like high-maintenance bitches yeah. like myself. And like to like contribute to that lifestyle. Like to contribute to it. Mm-hmm. Like to keep you know a woman comfortable a femme Mm -hmm. comfortable like to buy you groceries Mm -hmm. and keep your fridge full that's what i need that's my goddess worship give me give me money to get my nails done yeah i don't think it's that difficult no it's not (laughs) (laughs) so like for me that's goddess worship is Mm -hmm. can you keep up with me yeah and can you give me like what i need in all the multiple multifaceted ways that i Mm -hmm. need these things absolutely 
Um, so that's some of my goddess worship. I think food is really important. Food is very important. I think about so many religions and so many spiritualities where people offer up food. Mm-hmm. Like you, yes, we do that mm-hmm. and we offer food to our dead and our ancestors mm-hmm. because food is is so important as sustenance. Yeah. For me, in in love and romance and relationships, food is really important. Yeah. Those are my offerings. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm thinking like food, sex, flowers. Sex is everything in goddess worship. What else? Yeah. Sex Food, is everything. sex, flowers. Yeah. And just general, I would say, just like taking care. Yeah. Just really taking care right. of someone. If someone is sick, mm-hmm. tired. Down, having a bad mental health day. Right? And I think that that's such a fine line because it's like you don't ever want to burden someone with your mental health stuff, right? Like mm. you don't want someone to be like, oh my God, like I it's hard to be with someone that has a mental health disorder or is anxious all the time. It's really hard. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of, again, like another fine line, at least for me, it's like, I want some, my partner to be here for me, but I also have a therapist that I pay, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I, am going to share with you maybe something that I'm feeling, but also like there's other outlets that I have to process my anxiety or something that I'm feeling, you know, something that triggered me. So it's like, can you take care? Can I trust that you're going to take care of me and be there for me, not only physically, but emotionally? And like we talked about when we talked about our mothers and grandmothers as goddesses, Mm -hmm. we also recognize that the goddess must be worshipped. Hello. Mm -hmm. But the goddess also gives a lot in return. Yeah. Uh, The goddess is is very generous and giving Mm -hmm. in many cases, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be. And you Mm -hmm. choose, right? Depending on how you're being treated, depending on the energy. Mm -hmm. So... As a goddess, that also means we recognize the divine in whoever we're with. Yes. As well. I think also appreciating appreciating the feminine in the other person. Yes. Yeah. And seeing them as a divine creature as well. As some, like someone that is magical as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's so many ways. Yeah. There's so many ways to pamper us. You, everybody <laughs> like... It's it's great. Mala, I'm Take one, your pick. Yes. There's a menu. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing like how nice would it be if we were to like someone were to draw a bath for us <gasps> and be like here enjoy. That would be really nice. Right? That would be lovely. See, we haven't like well, we need to go on like a retreat or something. We do. We've been talking about it. We have. We've been talking about going away for like a day or two, like just the locatoras and yeah. us, yeah. so we can like gather and be inspired. Yeah. And lounge. Take care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully at some point. We got to plan it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're trying to make goddess worship a really consistent part of our self-care. Absolutely. Really consistent. I think it's so important. It's mm-hmm. central for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, same. we do it every day. Yeah. There's honestly nothing that I, I love more than like when I'm laying in my own, when I'm laying in my room and I have my like Himalayan salt lamp on mm-hmm. and I'm like, have a candle on and I'm burning sage. Beautiful. And I'm like playing music or something. I'm in my robe and I'm just like, mm, this is my space. I feel so like adored by myself right now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Another big piece, how to worship a goddess, how to worship mm-hmm. me is also like, you know, you need to leave a goddess alone sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like our bigness and like the multiplicity Mm -hmm. and like everything that's going on in our heads and in our lives we need to be left alone once in a while and we need to have our space I can't be crowded I can't Mm -hmm. be cramped and I can't be felt I can't feel like I'm being forced to do anything or coerced or Mm -hmm. pressured I don't like that 
or expected expected like listen i don't even listen to my damn self like <laughs> i can't even i can't even convince myself to do things like i ignore myself so you think like you know a partner or somebody else pressuring me it's just not gonna work no i revoke it i don't like it <laughs> i rebuke it so for me it's like you have to just let me rock mm -hmm. and give me my space to breathe mm -hmm. and for me that's worshiping me and loving me yeah and i'll come back and I'll come back. I'm re once I'm recharged, I'll be back. If I want to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. How do you all like to be worshipped? Look, us I'm know. honest. I, I have a feeling that some of you have some really interesting like ways, and oh, I yeah. want to. Don't hold anything back. We want to know. Yeah, we will, as always, post uh, post something so y'all can engage with it and we can engage with y'all. Because we want to know. Because you know, it actually does like help us to mm -hmm. hear all of like when you guys. Gave us like, what do you put in your hoe kits? Mm, your hoe tips. Ideas. We're taking notes on this side. Oh yeah, somebody <laughs> actually shared in an email that she keeps fuzzy socks in love. her hoe kit, which I love That's because so cute. I hadn't thought about that. But it's true, fuzzy socks are so comforting. You want to be comfy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. Um. So I mean, any final thoughts before we close out? Oh my God, I just, I love all the goddesses in my life. Mm -hmm. I love being a goddess. I love talking about goddesses. Mm -hmm. um, I want more people to see and love and grasp the divine feminine within. I agree 100% with you. You know, Absolutely. I, I think that we would all love e ourselves more and love each other more if we saw ourselves and each other as yeah. everyone is divine. Mm -hmm. Truly. Yeah, and also flawed. And also flawed at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. my takeaway. Yeah. How about you? What, what are your last words? Yeah, last words. Um, continue, like, allow yourself to be adored and worshipped mm. by others, by yourself especially, and keep, you know, showing the love to the goddesses in your life, the women in your life, femmes in your life, queer folks. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's really important that you, that you tell people that you care for them, you love them, that you're you there for them. them. And let them care and love for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sometimes it's hard to accept love, right? Genuine love and care, like caring, kindness, yeah. right? It's hard at times. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's something to work on and think about and talk about. And we're excited to hear what you tell us, how you engage yes. in goddess worship, how you like to be worshipped, how you wor worship yourself. We want to hear it all. Yeah. We want to hear it all. How do you worship yourself in your espacio, in your palacio, like mm -hmm. we talked about, like your sanctuary? Yes. So now, right, like your space is your sanctuary, your temple, you mm -hmm. in the temple. How do you tend to yourself yeah, in your temple? Absolutely. So I think we're going to close out now. Yes. So we want to make sure that you guys yes. utilize mm -hmm. your new label. Yes. So we want to remind y'all to follow, listen, mm. share, engage with us, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. We're still working on the iTunes mess. Still stay tuned. We Just will, continue to yes. stay tuned. We know some of y'all <laughs> prefer iTunes, and we do too. We really like, we liked when we were on iTunes. We loved reading your reviews, so we're working on trying to get back on it. Um, so yeah, we just want to remind y'all to use our hashtags. So hashtag Locatora Radio, hashtag Brown Girl Hour, hashtag Radiophonic Novela, and our newest favorite one, hashtag Locamores. Yes. We love it. And we want to be able to keep up with what you guys are talking about. Yes. If you're listening to the podcast and you're mm -hmm. tweeting, tweet out Locamores so we know that you guys are tweeting that you're talking about it. Yeah. You know, tweet out Brown Girl Hours so we can know what you guys are talking about mm -hmm. and we can share and engage. Yeah. So thank you so much as always for tuning into another capitulo, another installment. 
of Brown Girl Hour, Locatora Radio. I had so much fun, like always. Same. <laughs> we love our Locamores. Thank you yes. for tuning in. Besitos, Besitos. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.